Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 74 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And it's been a couple of weeks since I've actually recorded an episode. We did have an episode two weeks ago, but I actually recorded that ahead of time. So it's been a while since I've been able to talk to you guys. What's been going on? As you know, if you listened to last week's episode, I was heading to Las Vegas for a little vacation with my wife to see Lionel Richie, to do a couple of tours. And we did a ton of walking. We got, I think, about eight miles in the one day and six miles the second day on my wife's Fitbit. So we had a lot of uh, activity, a lot of things going on, a lot of good food and uh, fun things. So that was a good time. And then the following weekend, we had the Players' Championship Golf Tournament uh, very close by that we attended. So it's been a busy two weeks. And I'm right in the middle of my worst on-call for my day job that I can remember in recent history, at least in the last probably 10 years or so. It has been the worst week. I've been getting calls at 2 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, a couple of 19-hour days in there. Normally, it's very, very quiet. And normally, we don't get calls at all in the middle of the night because we have an offshore team that handles them. So usually it's pretty good. No complaints. This week, the on-call system itself has been broken. I've been getting calls all hours of the night when I shouldn't be. And I'm immensely sleep deprived. But what does that have to do with you guys? Absolutely nothing. The show is still going on. We are recording an episode today and it's going to be a great episode. Lots of useful information, a lot of changes that I need to talk about in what I'm recommending as far as web hosting goes. I made some changes and I'll give you the full details on why that is the case today. And I will also talk about a tool of the week called Thrive Ultimatum, which is going to be a new product coming out in pre-launch this week. And then shortly afterwards, it's going to be in full launch mode. And they're going to have some specials. And I'll talk all about what I know about that at this point in time, which isn't much. But I'm excited that it's coming out. Sounds like a great product. And I think it'll benefit a lot of you guys as well. But before we get into the content, I wanted to quickly thank 12 new email subscribers. Three of them left their names. And that would be Ron, Pierre, and Jeremy. Thank you guys so much for subscribing over these past couple of weeks. And if you haven't yet had a chance to subscribe, please head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, where you'll instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide as well as my seven simple SEO tips guide as a bonus and a thanks for signing up for my list. And that's going to do it for the housekeeping. Let's get right into the content for this week. And the main thing that I want to talk to you guys about today is a shift in focus on what I'm going to be recommending as far as web hosting goes going forward. And it's a major shift, something that I've been thinking about for a couple of weeks and have thought long and hard about. And I definitely feel it's the right decision now, but it was not taken lightly. And I'll explain exactly what I mean in this week's episode. And just a little bit of background, over the last year or so, I've been recommending Bluehost as a host, where previously I was recommending a company called Web Hosting Hub, which is actually where I have this main site, nichesitetools.com, and several of my other main sites have all been hosted there all along. And then about a year ago, my wife wanted to set up a website, and since I had five or so sites on the Web Hosting Hub, I thought maybe it was a good time to branch out and have another host where I can have, you know, sort of a backup plan in case one host has some issues, I'll have another one there. And I thought it was a great opportunity to jump over to Bluehost. It's very well known. 
Just about everybody's heard of it, and I've heard good things about it based on recommendations from Pat Flynn and some of the big people in the industry. I thought it was an excellent host, excellent choice, and something I just wanted to try. I like to try new things, and I wanted to see for myself what it was all about. So I signed up myself. I have an account there, signed up for three years. And then uh, what happened over the course of this year is I set up my wife's site. She decided not to pursue that any further, and I have a couple of test sites over there. And, uh, you know, I just continued on. I started to recommend them as the primary web host. And since a lot of folks know more about Bluehost, they've heard about it on other sites, I did actually end up getting more sales recommending Bluehost. I think mostly because people have heard about it. They're familiar with it. They've heard other people recommend it. They may resonate with the message that I'm putting out there more and say, okay, well, cool. Chris is recommending this. I've heard of this before. It's a well-known name. I'll go ahead and sign up. So it did result in increased commissions for me almost immediately, which of course was good to see. You know, you of course want to be recommending products that you know, like, and trust that have a good name in the industry. And if it results and additional sales for you. That's a win-win. Everybody wins. Life is good. And that's kind of how things were going for the first year or so until recently. And then what happened recently is that Jeff in the private Facebook mastermind group has been a longtime member, longtime contributor to the Facebook group. He mentioned that he was having some issues with his hosting account and his sites were down. Initially, he didn't mention who his host was. So we were just all kind of watching, waiting to see what happened. And he said they got back to him. They said it's a known issue. We apologize. We're working on it. We hope to have things back up as soon as possible. And then that outage turned in from, you know, several minutes, several hours, and then it went beyond a day, beyond two days, beyond three days, and it got to be a much bigger issue. So I asked him in the group, who is your host? What's going on? What's the status? Have you heard anything? Have you gotten any explanation? And then he mentioned he's been using Bluehost and that they did provide the initial update as to we know the problem. You know, we know there's a problem. We're working on it. We'll get back to you. He reached out via their uh, social media accounts on Twitter and all sorts of different avenues. And unfortunately, he was receiving no good information. And to me, if your site is down for several hours, that's one thing. If they can point to a specific problem, say, we're sorry, we know the problem, we've remediated it, it's not going to happen again. You know, here's a credit for your account or something for your troubles, something like that you can live with. You know that I know that outages occur working in IT. I know that even the best systems, even if you have high availability where one system goes down, something else takes over. Even if you have the best disaster recovery plans and fail safes in place, things do happen. As long as you own up to problems, you know, give a good explanation as to what happened, how you're going to try to prevent that from happening in the future, that's really all you can ask. And certainly with shared web hosting, like most of us are using, you have to expect some sort of downtime. There's multiple sites on the same server that your website is running on. Somebody else's server can get a huge spike in traffic for something that takes away memory and storage space from other people. And then all of a sudden your site is responding slowly or your site goes down as a result for a short bit of time. Those are all things you have to expect when using shared hosting. So all that's well and good. But this specific issue that Jeff ran into where his entire site 
every site that he had was down for multiple hours, multiple days, and is was still would still be down today had he still stayed with Bluehost is completely unacceptable. There was no response as to at the end of this what happened. He actually paid extra money to have his backups run through Bluehost so he didn't have to worry about it or so he thought. So he was paying extra for that service and in the end he had no ability through Bluehost to restore his site. He had to go about doing things manually through other methods. And that is just completely unacceptable in my opinion. And I asked Jeff to do a quick write-up if he could give me a paragraph or something just to explain things so that I can include it with the show notes, which will be nichesitetools.com forward slash 74 for this week's episode. And he actually did a really great write-up. It was really detailed and uh, basically said exactly what happened and how he ended up where he was and why he made the switch. So I really appreciate that. And in addition, he's also detailing exactly how he recovered his website after he got his new hosting and and uh, some tricks on how he was able to restore the vast majority of the content on the site. And I'll be bringing that content to you in the form of a guest blog post in the near future. So we have that to look forward to too. Really appreciate that, Jeff, sharing your information with the community so that we can all learn from it. And hopefully you never experienced such a large outage, but uh, he's learned a lot. I've learned some interesting things from him as well. And one quick key takeaway is to make sure that you have your own backups. Even if you're paying somebody else for backups for the safety and security that uh, somebody else is taking care of that for you, obviously Jeff found out that wasn't the case. So I highly recommend that you install something like Updraft Plus Backup and Restore plugin that I use and I've used for years. It saved me. And he is now utilizing that as well. So use the plugin, store your backups somewhere else like Dropbox, which is absolutely free. And make sure that you have backups. Make sure you take them regularly, at least weekly. And uh, then hopefully you won't run into a situation like this. But if you do, you would have a mechanism to be able to restore your site. But that's just a quick tip there. So that's what caused me to reevaluate my thought process and it really boiled down to my reputation being on the line. And if somebody took a recommendation from me to sign up for Bluehost and then had an experience like this, that is certainly not something that I want to be associated with. But I did, you know, take a bigger picture approach. So I, I backed up a bit and said, okay, Jeff is reporting this. He's one person. Anybody else that's probably on that same shared host was probably going to experience this issue. But it could possibly be, you know, specific to this one server. And yes, things do happen. But at the same time, if their response is completely unacceptable in the end that he has no website whatsoever, that just takes things a bit further. So I was thinking about, you know, it, is this a wider issue? Is this something that I need to be concerned about as far as my recommendation, my reputation for other folks potentially, or people that are going to be signing up through my link in the future? Is this going to be a problem? And after a week or two, I wasn't quite sure what to do. I thought, well, I made the switch. I'm a Bluehost customer myself. I have several test sites running up there. I haven't experienced any big outages myself. However, I did have an interaction with Bluehost support 
and I looked back at my emails and I had submitted a support case on January 19th. And what I was doing at the time was testing some email opt-in plugins. And one of them was a premium plugin that I had to install manually. So it's not as easy as just installing it through the WordPress dashboard, searching for a plugin and hitting install. You actually have to upload it. And it's not very difficult, but whenever I tried to upload this particular plugin, which was about 20 megabytes, it just would not do it. It was asking a weird question. I said, are you sure you want to do this or something or other? And no matter what you hit, it would not install. So I just could not get it installed on Bluehost. So I submitted that support case on January 19th. And then what I did was, since I have my other web hosting hub account, I just went over there, used one of my test sites, installed it there, had no issues tested it and uh, decided that one wasn't for me. But after like a week later, I was done with that particular plugin and I had moved on. Well, what happened was on February 17th, so that was almost an entire month. I thought it was like a week, week and a half. I just looked back. It was February 17th. So that was two days short of an entire month that it took them to respond to me. And the response was, sorry for the delay. It's probably related to your PHP version. We updated that for you. Why don't you give it a try again? And honestly, at that time, I had completely forgot that I even submitted the support case and I had moved on. I already tested that product. I was done testing it and I was on to the next thing. So at the time, I I remember telling my wife, I'm like, wow, I don't even remember submitting this. This was so long ago. I thought at the time it was a week and a half or two weeks, but it had been almost an entire month that they got back to me. So after realizing how long that took and if they consider that quality customer support, obviously they have some things to work on. So that was just one more reason. I was definitely heavily leaning towards changing things at that point in time. And then what I also saw was on a recent... Uh, Facebook live video that Pat Flynn had done. I think it was his first one. I think it was sometime in the last week or two weeks, but he had done a Facebook live video and he had some technical difficulties initially. So I was trying to listen to it and there was no sound, but he kept talking. So I thought it was on my end. So I wasn't actually paying too much attention to the video, but I happened to see in the comments that a lot of people on that particular Facebook live video of his were mentioning things about Bluehost and problems they had. So I don't know if he asked people if they were having issues with Bluehost or they were just sharing that information. I'm not sure what the specifics were, but I saw an awful lot of people complaining about Bluehost. And I thought it was really coincidental because at that point in time, I had pretty much decided I was going to make the switch back to my original host. And that was just really the ammunition that I needed to say, hey, that's absolutely the right thing to do. That information came to me right at the right time. So 100% that that was the nail in the coffin for me. And some of the things folks were complaining about were the same things that I've already mentioned. So there was one person on there that had experienced recent outages and they were considering changing hosts. There was one person that had had problems with customer support, terrible customer support, weren't responding to their queries, having a real hard time getting answers to the questions they had. And then there was one person that said, Pat, I had 200 websites hosted on Bluehost and I moved every single one of them off them to another host. So right there, that was the bigger picture information that I needed. It wasn't just an isolated incident with one person that's a member of my community. It's a definitely much wider issue and it's a bigger problem. I'm not sure if it's gotten worse recently because I've only been a customer of theirs for the last year or so. But I know that Pat Flynn has made so much of his income from them that it's difficult for him to make a switch to recommending someone else 
when you've gotten so much income, they've been there with you through good times and bad, and that's how you get probably a good almost half of the income that he gets is from just specifically Bluehost. So I understand from his point of view, it's probably much more difficult to make such a switch. But for me, I've been a happy customer of Web Hosting Hub for the last four years. That's where my main sites have been hosted that whole time. And it, it's not that I'm making a switch back to them. I've, I've been with them all along. I've never had any major problems with them whatsoever. But it's just a matter of, for my recommendation, I'm making the switch back to recommending Web Hosting Hub, and I couldn't be happier. I had an interaction just this past week when I was sending out some emails from one of my sites. I sent myself a test message, and in Google and Gmail, there was a message that it couldn't determine if that message was actually sent by my domain, and it said it could possibly be a spam message. So I'm like, hmm, I hadn't seen that before. I looked, did a little Googling, and I found that's something that they enabled recently, and there's a way around that, but there wasn't a lot of information on the topic. So I submitted a support request to Web Hosting Hub via their similar ticketing system like Bluehost has. And within two hours, I had not only a response, but a solution to the problem, a link to exactly step-by-step on how to solve it. And that's exactly what you expect from customer support. Anytime I've ever interacted with their support via chat or via their ticketing system or via email support has always been very responsive at some times I've had to go back and forth because I had a really technical issue, but they always tried to work with you. They always continued to do what they needed to to get you at a final resolution, and I've never had a problem that they were unable to solve completely. And in regards to outages, I've never experienced an outage with them totaling more than an hour, which is great. So I've had very small instances where they're doing website maintenance or things on their systems, on their network, on their data center, where they do it during a specific window that's set up ahead of time like 2 to 3 a.m. Saturday into Sunday and occasionally I'll get like a minute or two outage during that time but the number of unexplained or unplanned outages that I've had in the four plus years that I've been there are less than the number of fingers on one hand so I can recall maybe one 20 minute outage one 30 minute outage and that's probably about it what happens is usually there's some sort of uh, person on your shared host like I said that they will all of a sudden get a spike in traffic or something that somebody else is doing results in a negative effect on your site. So it might slow down your site or you might get an error where your site's inaccessible. But usually I'll jump on the chat session and uh, immediately I'll get a response from their chat. I'm saying, hey, my site is inaccessible. And usually nine times out of 10, by the time that they have a chance to respond, the website's working. So that, that has been my case in almost every single situation. I've never had an outage where it was unexplained, unplanned on their side, and there was, you know, you were unable to recover your site or anything like that. It was always something that they had to fix on their side. Once they got the problem site or the problem person on your shared host taken care of, everything was good on your site. Nothing changed. I didn't have to recreate any content. I didn't lose any data. It was just a temporary outage, and then everything was fine after the fact. So that's really what you're hoping to see. That's not to say that I couldn't not experience an outage of several hours or maybe even a day. You never know what can happen on a shared host setup like that. But in the four plus years that I've been with them, not ever having experienced that myself, 
with live running production websites on there. That definitely gives me a much greater comfort value than being with Bluehost for a year and finding people that are losing data, unable to get answers from their customer support, and just having so many other widespread problems that I just have not experienced on Web Hosting Hub and I have not heard of on a wide scale. So while initially the decision was difficult, I had to weigh the pros and cons and try to figure out if this was a more widespread issue on Bluehost or just a limited situation. Once I had a lot more information, the final decision was much easier. I have definitely been very satisfied with Web Hosting Hub, and I have the four plus years of experience knowing directly that this type of situation I have not seen occur. So I can wholeheartedly recommend them once again. It is very likely for me personally that the commissions that I might get may go down because folks haven't heard as much about Web Hosting Hub. But my hope is that based on my experiences, the experience of Jeff, that he's had a great experience. He said his websites are actually so much quicker now that he switched over to Web Hosting Hub and that we've had a really positive experience that if you're considering making a hosting switch, if you had some issues with your web host or you're just looking for a slightly cheaper web hosting option, Web Hosting Hub is the one that I'm going to be recommending going forward and I've already changed the majority of my content that's in written form on my site. So where you can find that information on my site would be in the main sidebar on the right hand side. You'll see Web Hosting Hub listed there. In addition, it's also the main recommendation for hosting on my resources page and it is also on my domain registration and web hosting separate page where I talk specifically about that. And the problem that I have with a lot of the old content in the form of my podcast is I can't easily go back and edit my podcast anywhere I've mentioned Bluehost. And that's, you know, typically what's going to happen with podcasts is that a particular episode was valid at a point in time, but that information might change. And everybody pretty much knows that when they check out podcast episodes, if it was from two years ago, certain information may not be as relevant as it was at that time. So I will, of course, still have Bluehost recommendations in those podcast episodes in the past, but that's not to say that you need to jump ship and just leave Bluehost immediately because they're terrible people. That's not the case. I still will have two additional years of hosting on my three-year hosting plan over at Bluehost, and I'll continue to use them for testing as I need to. But if you are looking to make a change from one host to another or you're looking to sign up for hosting, I definitely would recommend Web Hosting Hub. And you can find my link at nichesitetools.com forward slash web hosting hub, all one word. And again, it's also on my resources page and in my sidebar for easy access. And there's a number of other reasons why you might want to consider them as well. Once I made the final decision that I was going to switch back to recommending Web Hosting Hub as my primary host of choice, I reached out to them. I found out who their affiliate manager was and I interacted with them directly and said, hey, I'm going to be switching back to recommending you guys. Your support has been great. Your site service has been great. And I would like to provide some sort of incentive for people to sign up through my link. Can I offer some sort of discount or something unique that would not only benefit my customers, but also provide some sort of incentive for somebody to go through me? And much to my surprise, the guy got back to me right away and he was like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to work with you. Can you send me 
some details about your site. I'd like to take a look at it, see what you're doing now, see what you have in regards to your recommended host now, and see where we can change things. And I'd like to work with you to make this work for us, make this work for you, make this work for your customers. So that was something that I did not experience at Bluehost either. I reached out to them to try to offer something similar, and they were not open to that. They said usually situations like that are for their top affiliates only. People like Pat Flynn and things like that. So they were, you know, they were not very friendly to the little guys out there. So this was great to see. I was really excited to get that response from them. And then over the course of a week or so, he worked with me and their development staff on the back end to actually create a custom landing page. So if you go to nichesitetools.com forward slash web hosting hub, which I'm going to do right now, what you'll see right there is welcome niche site tools visitors. And it's basically a sign up form for their hosting and it shows a discount, which is great. He was able to provide me a dollar off hosting services, no matter which plan you choose. So they have three different plans. One of them is a two website plan. So that's their starter. It's called Spark. And that's what I signed up with initially when I signed up with them. And some of the things their hosting provides is very similar to other plans, but basically they provide some additional services which are really handy. And uh, what they did was recently they switched over to using SSD hard drives, which are solid state drives, which don't actually have any spinning disk parts or anything. So that means their disks are going to be quicker, more reliable. So that'll increase the speed of your website over just a regular host. That's one thing. And just like every other host, you'll get a free domain when you first sign up. This plan will allow you to host two websites, 10 SQL databases. You can have park domains, subdomains, and things like that. And something else they also offer is free website transfer. So this is going to be great for anybody that wants to switch from one host to another. They have a set process that you can use to transfer your existing data over from one website to another and one host to another. So that's a great service for anybody that is considering making a switch. In addition to that, something that most hosts don't provide these days is SSH access. So that's not going to mean a lot for most people, but if you're a technical person and you're used to using SSH or PuTTY to get into your Linux-based websites, that's a great feature to have. I didn't even realize that they had added that since I signed up, so I'm really excited about that. But uh, one other thing that everybody will really enjoy is they also have a free website builder. So if you're brand new to WordPress, brand new to setting up your own websites, that might be something you want to check out as well. So they have a lot of great features. Again, that was the Spark plan. That's their starter plan. That gives you two websites to start with, and that is $3.99 a month for the 36-month plan. That's definitely what I would recommend you start with, unless you have uh, aspirations and dreams to build 10 websites in your first year, which, hey, if you do, that's great. It's going to be really difficult to keep up with initially, so you might want to focus on the smaller plan first. And if you do outlive that or you want to add additional websites, there's definitely easy ways to upgrade. Their next plan would be their unlimited plan, which is called Nitro. So if you do want to start with an unlimited plan right from the start, by all means, absolutely do so. That's only $2 more per month. So that's $5.99 a month for everything I already mentioned. The only difference is you can host an unlimited number of websites, unlimited storage, unlimited everything else. And they still have all the other features like free website transfer, free website builder, etc., etc. So those are their two main plans. It's either $3.99 a month for three years or $5.99 a month for three years. 
They do have one additional plan called the Dynamo plan, which is two additional dollars. So it's $7.99 a month for three years. But that is definitely more for sites that are going to require a lot of bandwidth, a lot of resources above and beyond what you and I would probably be doing with a niche website. So if you're a Pat Flynn type of person or somebody that has a viral uh, you know, type website that's going to have a ton of traffic all at one time, they do have an option that you can upgrade in the future to something called Dynamo. And again, that would really Really only be if you're going to need some resources above and beyond what anybody would normally be doing in their first several years of a website. So just so you know, it is out there, it is available. But like I said, the two main plans that you'll probably want to consider are Spark, if you want to set up two websites out of the gate, and then their Nitro plan, which is unlimited. And again, those are $3.99 a month for three years, and then $5.99 a month for three years. So now that you have all the information that went into my decision-making process, you can see that it was much easier in the end to make the decision than it was in early on when I didn't have all the information. So now that I know that Web Hosting Hub has been so great for me, it is a widespread issue as far as Bluehost goes that people recently have been having more problems than I've heard of anywhere else. And then also, not only that, but I can provide you a hosting company that has faster service, has cheaper rates, and I know stands behind their product, and they have a long track record of four plus years for me personally that I have had great service. So wholeheartedly, I can recommend them. I can sleep better at night knowing that I'm recommending a company for you guys that is going to meet all your needs. And if they, if you do have any problems whatsoever, I feel that they would work with you. They would not give you the same type of customer service that has happened through Bluehost. So the bottom line is you will be in good hands if you decide to sign up for Web Hosting Hub. I'll be right there along with you. And uh, again, that's going to be nichesitetools.com forward slash Web Hosting Hub, or you can find that link on on my resources page or in the sidebar where I recommend hosting. And that's going to wrap it up for our main segment. Let's talk a little bit about our tool of the week. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we're going to talk a little bit about a product called Thrive Ultimatum. And if you're on my email list, you already saw a post come out about that. And I put as much information as I know currently out there just to give you guys a heads up that it's coming. But what basically this is going to be is it's a new product from the folks over at Thrive. And they make the Thrive themes that you probably heard about, the Thrive Leads product that I'm a customer of. And they have several other WordPress-related plugins and themes and, and different programs that can help you out for your WordPress websites. And their company is really growing by leaps and bounds. They're putting out a lot of great plugins, a lot of great themes and things like that to help anyone with a WordPress website. So when they do launch a new product, I pay close attention because they usually offer some sort of discount or deals initially when you sign up, of course, to get those pre-orders going. And then they usually jack them up pretty good after the fact or they change the model or it goes from a one-time thing to a monthly thing. So it's definitely worthwhile to pay attention when they release something new. And this particular product that they have is called Thrive Ultimatum. And what that's going to be is basically a scarcity plugin. So it's going to be a plugin that you can actually have your own campaigns or your own sales or your own launches or things like that to where you can release something on your website that has a scarcity component. So it's going to probably have built into it things like countdown timers and things that are going to incentivize people to sign up during a specific 
specific period. So whether that's a pre-launch or a week-long event or whatever you're going to do, it's going to entice people through some sort of countdown timer that the time's going to run out. It's going to be a specific special pricing or the the pricing details are going to change. All that sort of thing that you can use to optimize your sales for your website are going to be built into that plugin. And I have no doubt based on past experiences with things like Thrive Leads and hearing great things about their themes that it's absolutely going to deliver. It's going to be a brand new product. So of course, they're going to be adding new features as things go on, but it's definitely going to be worthwhile to pay attention to. And they mentioned in their preliminary info that the pricing is probably going to be something substantial like half price or somewhere very close to it or even better. So this is something that is definitely going to have a scarcity component to it, of course, so they're good at what they do. Not only is this to purchase a scarcity plugin, but it's going to have scarcity built in. So you'll see a prime example of exactly the types of things that you can do with this Thrive Ultimatum product when they actually do their pre-launch and their launch, most likely. So I'm really looking forward to checking that out. I am probably going to be one of the first customers of the product because I'm probably going to jump on that. I know that their products do increase in price and some of them have gone to a monthly subscription type model. So definitely if this is something that's a small, lower one-time fee than it will be when it goes out to the general public, I'm definitely going to take advantage of it. So we'll have to wait and see. The pre-launch date is going to be this coming Wednesday, May 25th at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And then the official launch will be on Monday, May 30th at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So I do have a post on the website that came out just prior to this podcast episode that you can check out. It uh, basically has everything that I've told you here, so there's nothing new in that particular post yet. However, once I do have those additional details, I'm definitely going to be updating that particular post. So I'll link to that post in the show notes, which again is going to be nichesitetools.com forward slash 74 for this particular episode. And also, that's another reason to jump on my email list, and that way you'll actually get any new posts or podcast episodes as they come out delivered right to your inbox automatically. So again, that's nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe if you want to go about uh, getting your updates that way. So that sounds like a very cool tool that we have to look forward to this coming week. And again, of course, I'll provide any details as soon as I have them to you guys so that you can plan ahead. And if you'd like to take advantage of the special pricing they're going to have for their pre-launch, I would definitely recommend you do so. I plan to do the same. And uh, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Keep a close eye on your emails and I will send out an email to subscribers to let them know all the details about Thrive Ultimatum as soon as I have them. And in addition, I'm sure I'll mention it in the private Facebook mastermind group for the site over at nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind. And until then, have a fantastic two weeks. Bye-bye now. 